Welcome to the Doctrine Matters Podcast, where we seek to equip the church to understand and live out its faith. I'm your host, Stephen Dew. I'm the preaching pastor at South Caraway Baptist Church in Jonesboro, Arkansas. We want to thank you for joining us today, and let's get right to today's episode. Well, isn't that the cutest voice you've ever heard? Welcome to this episode of the Doctrine Matters Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Stephen Dew, pastor, preaching pastor of South Caraway Baptist Church in Jonesboro, Arkansas. Merry Christmas to everybody. It is Christmas Eve right now as I'm speaking at about 1.49 p.m. on Christmas Eve. I hope everybody is going to have a great and merry Christmas as you spend time with family. have a few friends and family coming over tonight for a meal, so looking forward to that. Hope you and your family are having a great Christmas, and we'll have a wonderful time tomorrow as well. Uh, Today's episode is simply just kind of a follow-up of the first episode, and really just talking about doctrine, biblical doctrine, and sound biblical doctrine, so uh, that's what we're getting geared up for, but uh, at the end of our intro today, that's my little daughter, Caroline. She's three years old, and uh, she wanted to go ahead and record her little Soli Deo Gloria, which, if you don't know what that means, is Latin for glory to God alone. That is one of the cries of the five solas from the Reformation, and uh, everything that we do, everything that we say, if we eat or if we drink, we should do all for the glory of God. I believe that is man's primary purpose, to give him glory and enjoy him forever, and that's what we're going to do. And to be able to give God glory, we have to understand and know right and sound biblical doctrine. And remember, doctrine is an instruction and a way to apply that instruction to our lives. And it is important that we understand biblical doctrine as we're applying things to our lives. We want to apply the Word of God to our lives, be obedient to it as it teaches us and about who God is, about man's responsibility in this world and, and the church and so many other different doctrines that we find in the book uh, that we call the Bible. And first off, uh, we're going to talk about the Bible some too, but we have to understand that the Bible is true. We have to understand that it is the true Word of God that we cannot add to it. We cannot take away from it. It is God's truth communicated to His people. So we have to understand that the Bible is true, and from that truth of God's Word, we get sound biblical doctrine. Now, here is something that we have to understand when it comes to biblical doctrine is Sometimes our traditions and the things that we've been taught since we were kids might not be sound biblical doctrine. There's many things that we find in Scripture that, uh, or don't find in Scripture that we may have been taught when we were growing up or when we were kids. For instance, one of the things I think about the most is that you always, maybe you have or maybe you haven't heard this, but this is one of the things I've heard a lot is if you take your own life, then you're going to go to hell. Well, I I have mixed thoughts about that. Today is not the time to unpack those thoughts, but we simply don't see that if you commit suicide that you're going straight to hell when you're finished. That's not in Scripture, but that is a lot of things that have been taught, especially as we've grown up from family members that mean well. Uh, We don't want to say that our family members have purposefully uh, given us false information and false doctrine and false gospels and things like that, but they mean well, but sometimes we find that the doctrines that we have learned as children, some of them are simply not in the Bible. Some of them are uh, skewed a little bit. Some of them are tailored to fit maybe emotional 
or or responsive uh, feelings to certain doctrines and certain things like that. And and uh, I want you to know first and foremost, it, it's okay if we're all raised learning different doctrines that we find uh, written differently or, or spelled out differently in Scripture, or even find them not to even be there. That's the purpose of this podcast, is to start teaching and training in right, sound, biblical doctrine. And let me just say this. We are not always going to uh, agree on every single doctrine. I mentioned soteriology last week of uh, the way that a person is saved and and the doctrine of salvation. You're going to find many of you uh, will agree with me. Some of you will not agree with what I believe the Scripture says about how a person is saved. We're going to get into all that as we... Uh, progress through this podcast. But today I just want to uh, continue with sound biblical doctrine because it is important that we understand what the Bible says and and not what our mom or dad said or what our grandfather has told us or maybe even a, a pastor in our life, lifetime when we were growing up or even today you may have heard someone teach a doctrine that is just contrary to what the true Word of God says. So the first and foremost thing that we have to understand is the Bible is true. The Bible says what it says. This is God's Word communicated to God's people, and it's all for His glory. We should understand it. And listen, to understand the Bible, I believe you have to be a a saved, true believer in Christ to be able to understand the Bible, because before we are a true Christian it's just a lot of words that make no sense. I remember trying to read and understand the Bible before I became a Christian, and it was difficult. But after I became a Christian, I started to read this Word of God and and then slowly started to understand it as God revealed Himself through His Word, and, and I, I was saved by hearing the Word of God. The Bible teaches us that. So a believer will understand, will, will, will begin to understand the Word of God, so we first and foremost must believe it's true so we can get this doctrine uh, and get it right because the teaching of Scripture serves to us as sort of like a yardstick or a standard by which all other teaching should be measured against. So we have to take the true Word of God and use it as the measuring stick against every single doctrine we've been taught Every single doctrine your pastor is going to say Sunday morning and talk about, we have to use the Word of God as the measuring stick and nothing else. Because anything else outside of Scripture is going to be uh, primarily false. It's going to give you a false hope. It's going to give you a false uh, teaching. You're going to be led astray more times than not. That's why the Bible is the final authority and should be the final authority in a believer's life. So we measure this with everything that we understand and learn about doctrine, about theology, so we can listen to what we've been taught and go straight to the Word of God and find it there. And sound biblical doctrine is very important in the life of a believer. First and foremost, I'm just going to give you a few things here that sound biblical doctrine does. First and foremost, it exposes and confronts sin and false doctrine. Again, how are we going to expose false doctrine? by the true Word of God. Let me be clear with you here that we should not form a doctrine from someone outside of the Bible. And what I mean by that is many times, and some of you listening will understand this, is many people will think you're formulating a doctrine or a theology based off of someone who has died and never rose again to life. So specifically Martin Luther, John Calvin, 
names like that you may have heard kicked around before, that we worship these guys and we get our doctrines and our theologies from these guys, when that is simply not the truth. We must take everything that even those men have said and line it up with the true Word of God, because the final authority in our lives should be the true Word of God that we find in the Scriptures. And that's how we combat these false doctrines. So we have to combat the false doctrines with the Word of God. It also, as I mentioned, sound doctrine exposes and confronts sin. Now, there's a lot of people in our world today that believe once you get saved that that's it, and you can just live any way you want to because God's going to forgive you. And, and the Bible teaches us in the book of Romans, Paul says, should you keep on sinning just because grace abounds? By no means. So we cannot just keep sinning just to justify it by saying, well, God is just going to forgive me every time. Anyway, I'm saved. I'm his. That's not how this works. You don't become saved and that's some sort of finish line. You get saved and that's the starting line. From then on, the Bible teaches that it's a race, that we run our race that's set before us. So we can't possibly think that we can just live any other way that we want to when we get saved. We must, we must submit ourselves to the Word of God and do everything that we can to seek after Christ to be obedient to his word and live a life that he has called true believers to live. Sound doctrine is going to expose sin in people's lives. The Bible tells us in Hebrews uh, chapter 4 that the Bible is living and breathing. It's sharper than any two-edged sword that penetrates bone and marrow. So what the word of God does is it exposes us for who we really are. It calls out sin in our lives. We see that we are sinners based on what God has said in His Word. We see uh, just all different things about who we are, and it exposes us. And it not only exposes sin in our lives, but sin in someone else's life that we can lovingly confront, that we can uh, um, approach lovingly and biblically so that we can kind of confront and expose the sin in their life. But let me just read this to you. Hebrews 4.12, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And verse 13 says, And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. So we see right here that the Word of God is living, active, confronts sin, it exposes sin, and we must line our lives and our doctrines that we learn and hear with the Word of God because it is true and it is authoritative in our lives. Another thing that doctrine does, sound biblical doctrine does, is it marks a true believer in Christ, a good servant, uh, someone that is committed to serving and following Christ. They're going to be committed to learning the truth of God's Word. They're going to be committed to learning these doctrines of the Bible. They're going to be committed to making sure they understand them rightly. Now, I believe that there are some things that we may not ever understand in this lifetime on this side of eternity. But for the most part, I think God is going to reveal Himself through His Word to those that get serious about the Word of God 
they get serious about not only reading it, but they get serious about studying it. And I believe that God reveals himself and helps us understand these doctrines, whether they're easy to understand or difficult to understand. Because I can tell you this, folks, that there are doctrines in Scripture that are tough to understand. So it is important that we read and study and understand the doctrines because a good servant of Christ Jesus will have the desire and the commitment to do just that so that they're not blown away, as the Bible says, by every doctrine, uh, everything that just comes their way. They're chasing it, right? We want to be grounded in the true Word of God so we'll know exactly what is true, what is false. And sound doctrine also does this. It's a reward for, the Bible teaches, double honor for elders. So in our church, we have elders. We've just moved there recently. So uh, elders that have committed themselves to sound doctrine, that teach sound doctrine, that preach sound doctrine, those that labor in teaching and preaching, let them uh, be rewarded with double honor. So biblical doctrine, right, biblical doctrine, is a reward for those elders that pursue it and learn it and study it. So it, there's a reward in sound doctrine. And it, it conforms us also to godliness. It's, it helps in sanctifying us because we are submitting ourselves to the Word of God, learning to be shaped and molded by the Word of God, which is helping us grow in holiness, which is another uh, word for sanctification that you might hear sometime. But it helps us be shaped into the image of Christ. It helps us understand the Word and be shaped by the Word. And then we look more like Christ every single day as we pursue Him in holiness. Sound doctrine is uh, very, very important. We speak the truth in love from sound doctrine. We teach with sound doctrine. We hold fast to sound doctrine. And you can read these things in Ephesians 4, 15, 1 Timothy 4, 6, Titus 1, 9. We see that all of these things matter in the life of a believer. Doctrine is so essential. It's spiritually profitable for us. There's spiritual blessings that are tied to it in obedience that we find in the book of Revelation. It guards against sin. Listen, as we're using the Word of God as a measuring stick or the standard in our lives, and we are conformed and we are shaped by these doctrines of Scripture and these truths, then it helps us, it guards us against sin. So when we get the Word of God in us and we memorize Scripture and we understand the Scripture, then we're going to know that the temptations that we're finding ourselves in, there's a way out. It's going to guard us from going headfirst into sin. It's going to be essential in the life of a believer. If you're not learning the Bible, if you're not learning these doctrines, then listen, you're going to be head headlong into sin. It's just inevitable because you are not being conformed by the Word of God and looking more like Christ in your everyday life if you're not reading and studying your Bible. So we see that knowing the Bible, knowing the truth of God's Word, helps us and guards us against sin, and it helps us differentiate between truth and error. That is very important. I mentioned in our last episode that we have to understand what is true and what is false because we have a church out in California that is just trying to resurrect the dead, and it's just simply 
I'm not going to get back into that, but it, it, that church teaches a false gospel. It, it denies the hypostatic union, as we heard one of our elders preach uh, this past weekend at our church. And if you deny the hypostatic union, and that simply means that, uh, just in brief, that G Jesus came to this earth. He was truly God, 100% truly God, and truly man. He never laid aside any of his deity. He never uh, was not God in the flesh at any moment. He was continually truly God, truly man in the flesh. And this church in Redding, California, that is trying to raise a dead girl to life, denies that Jesus was continuously 100% man, 100% God. So to deny that doctrine is to deny the living Christ of the Bible, which is a false gospel, false teaching, false doctrine. And the Bible tells us that those that teach false gospels should emasculate themselves and let them be accursed. So this is serious business. Learning true doctrine is serious, and not just to go by what grandmom and granddaddy or mom and daddy have taught you or some other pastor has taught you. You need to get in the Word of God and learn the Scriptures because it is so important that we are able to distinguish truth from error. Sound doctrine. Churches should be full of sound doctrine. There should never be a church, and unfortunately we have them all over, that teach false gospels, false doctrines. But every church that is a true biblical church should teach true biblical doctrine and theology. And listen, none of this is about man. None of this is about how good we are because we are bad. We are not good. The Bible teaches us that there is none that are good, no, not one. And there's none that seek after God. The Bible is about God. It's about Him receiving His glory. And we have to wrap our minds and hearts around the sound, biblical truth of these doctrines. Now, I want to tell you this before we start uh, in our next episode. We're going to really start hashing out some doctrines. We're going to start with the doctrine of God. We're going to just look at His attributes over the next several episodes. But before we get there, I just wanted to lay some of those things out for you, the reasons why sound doctrine is super important in the life of a believer. But let me tell you this as we're starting to end our time here together for this episode is true biblical doctrine divides. Now, I know that sounds uh, maybe counterintuitive, counterproductive to what we want to see happen in this lifetime in our churches but I have to be honest with you that when you start wrapping your minds and hearts around sound biblical doctrine, there's a strong chance that it's going to push people away in your life that, one, maybe in your own family that you've gone to church with potentially for several years, or maybe friends at work, people that you've known for a lifetime. Once you start understanding the Bible, you're going to divide. It's going to divide. It, it, that's what it does right? Because once you start telling someone something that is different from what they've learned their whole life, they don't. people don't like that. We are, we are fleshly people. We are a people that respect our, our, our mothers and fathers and, and grandfathers and grandmothers and pastors that we've had in, in our lives at different stages of our lives. And, 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 and that's great that we respect them and love them. And I'm not telling you that they were teaching you things on purpose that were wrong. 
It's just that they may have been taught the same way because, listen, doctrine, when it comes to biblical doctrine, is difficult. It is hard because it does divide. You can talk to any pastor that teaches the Word of God in its entirety. The Bible calls it the whole counsel of God, and that's what we do at our church is we teach the whole counsel of God. We teach the easy things, the hard things. We teach the Old Testament, the New Testament. We teach everything that's in the Bible. We're going to teach it. We're going to study it as elders and those that preach in the pulpit, we're going to study it. Those that teach in classes, they're going to study the Bible, study sound doctrine, and they're going to convey that sound doctrine in their teaching and preaching. And that's just like what we're called to do as believers, and that's what we're, we're going to do at our church, and that's what we do do. But here is something that I, if you have ever talked to any pastor that does teach and preach sound doctrine, they will tell you that it is not easy, that doctrine or let me just say sound biblical doctrine, doctrine divides. It's just the way it is. And every pastor that teaches it has a story to tell you. One day I can tell my story in its entirety of how uh, everything from point A to point B or Z, I don't know where we're at yet, but we're still in somewhere in between those points. But praise God, he's getting his glory, that his word is going forth, and I'll just tell you this simply about my own story, is I came into the church I am pastoring now a little over two years ago, and from the very beginning, I just started teaching the Bible and teaching doctrine, doctrine from the Bible and just letting the Bible interpret itself. And I just lay that out there, and uh, many people in the last two years have been upset with the whole counsel of God being preached, and and I don't blame them. I love them. I care about them deeply still. Some of them went on to uh, really prove themselves in ways to, to be unregenerate, but again, I'm not going to judge them in that way, but some things happened and things were said and done that were really tough, but uh, there was a, about a year and a half time span where the truth of God's Word went forward and it divided our church. I was just looking back at old videos and things uh, that we had put online, and I watched uh, part of one of our services from about six months ago or so, maybe a little longer, and I counted the people in the chairs. There was a, it was a video from kind of high up looking down, and I counted about 50 to 55 people on a Sunday morning there, and I, I re my mind went back to being in that uh, situation. We were kind of coming out on the backside of a really tough year, and I was like, man, there was about 50 to 60 people there that day, and we were consistent, about 50 to 60 every Sunday, but we were consistent and faithful to continue to preach the Word of God the way we see it in Scripture, and we preached it lovingly. We didn't preach it out of hate or uh, making people believe it, because we don't want anybody to take our word for it. We want them to go test the spirits and study the word and everything that they had heard and line it up with the word of God, everything that they hear from the pulpit. So uh, we were faithful in just continuing to preach the word through that whole year and a half time span where it was just really rough and rocky and there was a lot of division taking place. And the simple, uh, the simple common denominator that ran through the whole year and a half was the Bible the the truth of God's word just going out and um, like I said the, there's a lot of folks kind of left our church 
And I love those people still to this day. If they walk back through the doors, I would rejoice. But I was looking at these videos and just reflecting on this time of this division this, that the Word of God has caused. And sometimes it's really difficult and you can let yourself get kind of down and, and in the dumps about it. And you kind of wonder, what is God doing in the middle of these valleys? But then you read the story of Joseph and you see things happen to people in the Bible and you realize that God's providential hand is never at rest. He is moving and doing things in our lives that we don't understand at the time, but He is doing it all for a purpose. One, for His glory, excuse me, and two, for those that are believers, for their good. We see that in Romans 8, 28. So I was looking at this and reflecting on where we were about seven or eight months ago, I guess it was, maybe six, probably a little longer, about seven or eight months ago, looking at this video, about 55, 60 people there. And listen, let me tell you this. Numbers don't mean a thing to me, okay? I'm not looking in my church for numerical growth. I'm looking for spiritual growth because that's what God has called me to do is preach his word, and he will grow those that are his. He will save those that are his. So don't hear me say numbers and think, oh, man, you know, there's churches out there that wish they had 50 or 60 people, and I'm with you. I love you. We care about you. We love you, and we are by no means this uh, numbers driven church we are spiritually driven we want to see spiritual growth happen but i remember and i say that 50 to 60 people because when i came to this church 397 people voted yes for me to be the new pastor and then a year and a half later we're looking at about 50 or 60 that are coming on a sunday morning so that it gives you kind of a little context and why i use that number but man staying faithful teaching the word of god preaching the Word of God, not caving to man, but pleasing God through being faithful and teaching His Word the way that He has given it to us. Now we are in a spot where we have moved to a smaller building, back to the bigger building, and that same building that 50 or 60 were in, we had uh, close to 150 in this past Sunday. So God is doing what God does. He is going to take away. He's going to give. He's going to grow. He's going to mature people in Christ. He is going to save those that are His. And all that we should do, if you're a pastor, if you're a teacher, I want to encourage you that, yes, doctrine is going to divide, but even in division, God is working if you're remaining faithful to Him and remaining faithful to His Word. So don't get down in the dumps when doctrine is dividing. But pursue Christ. Exalt Him. Honor God in everything that you do. Honor God in your preaching. Honor God in your teaching. Honor God in your studying of the Bible. Maybe some of you listening aren't even preachers or teachers. Maybe you're just lay persons at your church that uh, that come in and you worship together and you fellowship with your body of believers and you uh, break bread together at the Lord's table together and then you go uh, your separate ways and you study in the Scripture on your own. Don't let it be discouraging when you're studying the Word of God and you need to remain faithful to the Word of God because it may seem like your whole world is coming apart, that you're losing friends, and that's okay because God will begin to do what He does and He's already doing what He does. He's going to do things in our lives that we can never think about or we can never see coming. And He is just going to grow those spiritually. He's going to grow you spiritually. So don't let the fact that doctrine divides scare you from pursuing sound biblical doctrine. Because listen, God is in the heavens. He does 
whatever he pleases. That's Psalm 115, verse 3. And you can go there in your Bible and see it for your own eyes. And that's something that we have to understand, that our God is sovereign. He reigns supreme. And He does not share His glory with anyone. Psalm 115.3 Our God is in the heavens. He does everything or all that He pleases. So remain faithful to Him and, and hold on to those promises that God is doing something. And think about Romans 8.28 that said He works all things together for those that love Him, for their good, for His purpose. So He's going to get glory. He's working it out for your good. Remain faithful to Christ. Give God glory in all things and remain faithful to sound biblical doctrine. And with that being said, our God reigning supreme and that he will not share his glory with anyone. We're going to start next uh, episode about um, God's attributes and who he is. And we're going to see from Scripture who he is and look at those attributes. And we're going to start out with the next episode about God being alone. And what I mean by that is that he will not share his glory with anyone that He is the only God that we should be concerned about. We make gods out of things. We make idols out of things. Um, Greek mythology has little g gods. But God will not share His glory with anyone. He is a jealous God, and He alone is God. So we're going to talk about His attributes, and in the next episode we're going to specifically look at His Solitariness. I think I said that right. His his solitaire, his solitaire nature. That's a game, right? Solitaire. You play by yourself. Um, we're going to look at him reigning alone and being the only God. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about his sovereignty. Sovereignty. Listen, there's a story behind that. Our children's director at our church. Uh, he has said sovereignty for as many months as I can remember now. So it's kind of stuck in all of our heads. But we're going to look at God's sovereign. So, see. Then got me messed up. We're going to look at God being sovereign. <laughs> How about that? We'll say it that way. Uh, we're going to look at God being sovereign. We're going to look at so many different attributes of God over the next few weeks. And then we're going to get into, we're also going to talk about the Trinity. Uh, that's three in one, three persons, one God, God the Father, God the Son, uh, God the Holy Spirit. We'll get into that. We're going to have a time where we're going to be at the G3 conference. You'll hear from some guys in our church. You're going to hear from some great men of God. We're going we're gonna to actually do a podcast from G3 next month, so that'll be fun. We'll probably take a break on uh, probably the attributes and things and, and, and talk about worship because that's what G3 is about. So if any of you are going to be at G3, let me know so we can meet up and, uh, and uh, hang out and maybe even get on the podcast together. So uh, we're just going to talk a lot about God coming up over the next several episodes. We're going to talk about worship when we're at G3, and then we're going to get into man and sin and the church and all of these things. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. So with that being said, I hope you've enjoyed today. I hope I've made some sense and not rambled, uh, but doctrine is important. Doctrine divides, but remain faithful. Continue to give God glory and exalt Christ. And remember that God's providential hand is never asleep. It's always at work. So you guys, I uh, appreciate you tuning in. Have a great time. Merry Christmas, and uh, wish you all well. And we'll see you next time.